0: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so... For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Got a question. How many of you can throw a ball? Great. Me too. I'll put my hand up. Uh, how many of you can throw a ball from here to that wall? All right. Me too. How many of you can throw a ball over, oh, I don't know, maybe the garage? All right, me too. How many of you can throw a ball over the house? How many of you can throw a ball over the barn or any barn that you have? Yeah. How many of you can throw a ball over the steeple of this church? Mm. All right, now we're out. Now we're out. <laughs> I can't either, by the way. Do you know there's some people who can? Yeah. There's some people who can throw not just a ball over the steeple of this church, but could throw it over any of the trees in this area too. That's crazy. That's really high, isn't it? You see, when I was a kid, couldn't throw a ball hardly to that wall. But me and my brothers started just throwing. We wanted to see if we could throw it over stuff, and it took us forever, right? We'd throw it, now, we weren't allowed to throw it around the house because there was glass, and we tried throwing it over the cars, and there was glass there, too, so we said no to that, but the barn, there wasn't any glass in, at least not anymore, (laughs) so it was okay by our parents' permission to try to throw over the barn, and the first time I tried to throw over the barn, guess what happened? Yeah, it just hit the side. It's a boom, down. (laughs) And I tried to throw it again. Boom, down. Try to throw it again. Boom, down. Years went by. And the ball would kind of creep slowly up. It finally got onto the roof. And I got a little bit higher than the roof. And I got a little bit higher again. And it had this huge round roof. So you throw it up onto the roof and just come sputtering back down to you. And finally, one day, guess what happened? I threw it up over the roof and there wasn't a sound. And then it hit on the other side. I threw it over the roof. And I was so pumped. Actually, I wasn't the first one of my brothers to do it like everybody else did it before I did. But I was so excited because I did it. And I ran around to the other side and then guess what? I threw it again and guess what happened? I hit the wall again. but I kept going. I kept practicing. And then I'd throw it and then I could get it over just about every time. And then me and my brothers would play this game where one would stand on one side of the barn, one standing on the other side of the barn. We'd yell, are you ready? <laughs> the other one saying yes. Then you just heave it over and you try to catch it. And we could throw, we could play catch over the barn. It was so cool. We didn't think it was possible. We did not think it was possible at the beginning to throw over the barn, but we kept trying. We tried over and over and over again. And that's kind of what this story is about today, isn't it? Jesus is with his disciples in the boat, and they're fishing. And they've tried fishing all night, and they caught nothing. And Jesus says, try again. And there's no real reason to believe that it's possible, but they try it again, and they catch not just fish. They catch so many fish that they start sinking. Their friends come out. They start sinking. And after they get back, all wet from taking in water and the fish that they caught, Jesus tells them something else that's very hard to believe. That they're going to fish for people. Now, we don't mean literally fish for people. That'd be weird, right? <laughs> But what we do mean is that Jesus is going to use them to tell everyone about God. And Jesus is going to use them to share love with people and to share food with people and to even heal people and to forgive people. And that was hard for them to believe too. They didn't think it was possible too, but they tried. For over three years, they tried again and again and again. And it wasn't even until after Jesus died on the cross and rose again that they started realizing that this was possible. And they started doing it. They started being the ones that loved each other. They started being the ones that forgave each other. They started being the ones that fed each other. This story is all about trying to do something that we might not even think possible. Just like throwing a ball over the barn, you try again, and again, and again. And eventually, sometimes, you can break through. I want you to think of something that you've heard in church before that you think probably can't happen. It might be feeding everyone that's hungry. It might be loving people who are mean to us. It might be forgiving people. It might be just like doing what you're told. Most of the day? I want you to know that it's possible. You're not going to get it perfect. That's not what I mean. I just mean that it's possible. To try over and over and over again and eventually buy God helping us to do it, to actually do the things we want to do. Does that make sense? Good. Should we pray? Good. God, we are thankful. We're thankful that you love us and you care for us. We know that you ask us to do the same thing for the people around us and sometimes it's a little bit hard. We ask that you would help us, that you would help our hearts and our hands and our bodies and everything else to just try, to try over and over and over again, just like your disciples, just like throwing a baseball over the barn, And that one day, we might be able to do the things that you ask by your gracious presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There you go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The first one I saw throw a ball over the barn was my dad. Because he told me an outlandish story. That when he was young, he used to throw a ball over that same barn. We all looked at him like he was telling a joke. No, you didn't. So he walks out there wearing, you know in typical, I got stuck in the 80s fashion, jeans are pretty fitting and boots that are pretty dusty and he warms up not one bit and he just heaves a ball over the barn. We were, we were just dumbstruck. There's no way that just happened. So he walks all the way around the barn, picks up again, heaves it over the barn and here it comes right back at us. Wow. And from that point on, You could see the Seabert boys just pelting the ball barn with balls, (laughs) and it didn't work for years. Now, anymore, he can't throw a ball over the barn to save his life, and I can't really either. I mean, the the barn's down, but I can't make it over the house anymore. You know. But it took us seeing somebody do it for us to think it's actually possible. I don't think we would have tried even if we didn't see somebody actually do it, at least not for a long while. I think that's kind of the miracle of this story. We get focused on the fish, and the fish have something to do with it, but there's something even before that 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 makes Simon, who eventually we'll call Peter, put the nets into the deep water. And that's Jesus. There's something about Jesus, something about witnessing Jesus there that makes Simon think, you know what? You're not a fisherman. I am. I've fished all night. You haven't. I know what's going on, but I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. There's something about seeing someone in front of us actually start to do the things that we're supposed to be doing that makes it seem a little more possible, doesn't it? This story, especially the end, is something that I hear explained away, both inside myself and amongst my fellow Christians quite a bit. This idea of picking up and taking off and following Jesus wherever Jesus might roam. And there's a lot of things that we can do to explain it away, to make this impossible. Well, we say to ourselves... Simon and James and John, they didn't have families yet. I can't do it, I have a family. Or Simon and James and John, they didn't really have established careers yet. I can't do it, I have an established career. They didn't have a house yet. I have a house. They didn't have responsibilities yet. I have responsibilities. They didn't have this, they didn't have that. These are the reasons that they are able to do this and I cannot. And that might be true. For Simon and James and John. But as we go throughout the list of Jesus' disciples and throughout the list of the ones who were following him, we see people who had jobs. We see people who had families. We see people who were in the same positions in society well established, good pay, houses, homes, all the rest. We see the ones that kind of dispel the ways that we push this text away. And so what we're left with is not necessarily a reason that we can't do these things, but a belief that we can't do these things. There's not a reason that these things are impossible, just a belief that they are. We haven't seen someone do it. Now there's lots of ways of following Jesus to the ends of the earth, aren't there? there's some people that Jesus healed that wanted to follow Jesus. There's some people that Jesus healed that wanted to follow Jesus wherever he went, and he said, no, you stay in your hometown. You do it here. You tell everyone here. There's other people that follow Jesus, and Jesus says, tell no one. There's people who want to follow Jesus and can't, but they do the work of Jesus in their homes. There's lots of different ways of doing this. But nonetheless, there's that lingering belief. It's not possible. We need to see someone do it. We need to see someone not in scripture do it. We need to see someone not 200 years removed from now do it. What about Dorothy Day? Do you know who Dorothy Day is? She's a writer and a journalist that gave up a promising career here in the United States oh, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago, something like that and developed the Catholic Worker and the Worker Movement. The Catholic Worker is a newspaper. was a newspaper. The Catholic Worker Movement is a movement that took all those proceeds and used them for ministries with the poor and in need throughout the world. So there's one. But even then... There's something about this that seems too far removed. There's something about this where we need to be able to see this person. We need to be able to witness this person. How about this? I want you to think of the ones in your life, living or no longer living, are the type of Christian you wish you could be. Right now, I want you to think of the ones in your life, living or not living, that are the type of Christian you wished you could be. Take some time to just gather that right now. Thinking of that person. Keep thinking of that person, and I want you to look at what they're doing. What are they doing? Where are they going? What are they saying? What is it about this life that makes you want to follow? That makes you want to do the same type of thing. I want you to come back to this moment. You've seen it, haven't you? You've seen people do this kind of thing, haven't you? They're not perfect either. Neither was Simon later called Peter. Neither will be you. But you've seen it. You've seen people follow Christ as best as they possibly can. You have seen people leave their boats, so to speak, And pursue Christ with the fullness of their lives. You have seen the ball go over the barn. You've seen it. Now I don't want this to be a sermon of why aren't you doing this. That's not what this is about. The things that we have done and the things we have left undone, we have long been forgiven of those. And Christ does not condemn you with any of it. That's forgiveness. This sermon is about trying. About trying over and over and over again. Even though there's something inside of us that's trying to tell us that this is not possible, this is about trying over and over and over again to be the type of Christian that we yearn to be and knowing that just like Simon, and just like James, and just like John, there'll be years where we don't get this. There were years with Jesus, with Jesus leading them, and they didn't get this. And it'll ebb and flow. Some years we'll get it, some years we won't, and back and forth. But forever, they were trying. This is about trying. This is about the love and grace of God come down to earth to lead us into the attempt for us not to shy away from the things that we're becoming, the things that we're called to be. You might be the youngest one in this congregation right now. You might be the oldest one in this congregation right now and anywhere in between. But every day is a day that you have not lived yet and every day is a day that you haven't tried yet until you do. So try. You've seen the thing that you want to be. Just try. Try to do the things that you're doing. Try to become the things that you want to become. Just try. If you fail, hey, join the club. But everyone, everyone, by the grace and mercy of God, is here for the attempt. May God comfort you in those moments when the voice inside that tells us it's impossible is very loud. May God comfort you when you realize a week from now or 40 weeks from now that you've stopped trying again. May God call you again and again to abandon the things that hold you back and may God, by the mercy and grace of God, use you to deliver these good gifts to one another and the whole world. And may you, from time to time, see the ball go over the barn again and again and again. God be with you. Amen.